0: Thanks for joining Life on Vacation again. Uh, we've been away for about two or three weeks. Been busy to miss some work and getting things squared away to really be able to <clears throat> fully engage everybody in our podcast and what we want to do. We have a lot of new stuff coming your way. We're very excited about it. So check back over the next few weeks to get all the information leading up to some big launches. That being said, thanks for joining us again on the podcast. Uh, Today, I'm going to let you listen to just an amazing person that I had the pleasure of meeting last week. His name's Nathan Todd, also known as the Muscle Motivator. He was full of tons of insight, a good message. He talks about building his brand and how regardless of your situation, you can overcome it and build the life you want. So listen to him, check him out again. Nathan Todd, the Muscle Motivator.
1: Enjoy this session, y'all. Yeah. So, and this is uh, I heard it from Ty Lopez, but it's the <laughs> law of the yeah. thirds, right? So, yeah. a third of the percent of the people that you're that are on your team are gonna be either the people that you aspire to be, the mentors that are above you and are where you want to go, they're going to be the people that are in the same position as you that are sharing your journey and then I was saying the thing that I think is the the coolest uh, is the 33% that's going to be below you and be where you were Yeah. because those are the people that you have the opportunity to say, look, I did this, you are more than capable of doing it, and let me help you along the way. Because what I've learned is this and from what I learned I can help you avoid some pain point along the way. Yeah, yeah, and, and
0: so because I for that 33% because I followed a lot of tai Lopez too. And the basis of that is, you know, make sure that you divide your time, you know, like that. Because too much of one type of personality or person that they have going on is not going to help you grow, you mm-hmm. know. So, yeah, I've heard that a bunch. I definitely agree with that. Especially, like you said, because when you do talk about that 33%, you're talking about a group of people that you get to help, you know, and that you get to motivate. And as long as you're doing that, associating with people that are kind of where you're at... And then the next level, you finding that person to help you. You know what I mean? It's just a pyramid. Yeah. So,
1: and you never want to be the smartest person in the room. Yep. <laughs>
0: that is so true. That uh, I mean, that that reminds me of a kid growing up playing like sports and doing things. Is you know, or at the gym lifting weights. You know, you if you and everybody that's working out with you lifts less. Then you know, you're kind of oh, you're the big guy on the block, you know. Mm. But you start lifting with these bigger guys. And you think, well, this guy's throwing up a lot. That pushes you and drives you. And they say, well, hey, do it this way. You know what I mean? Or yeah. stick to this regimen and type of deal. So Absolutely. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about the the brand, man. I don't know, I thought, I don't know a whole lot about it, but what I'm learning right now, following you, because I just started following you.
1: So, funny thing is, everything in life starts with an idea, right? Yeah. So, it started, um, I was at a youth conference and I was one of the leaders for the conference for kids with disabilities and I was just standing at a podium and I was like leaning over had my hand on my chin and somebody came up with hey there's the muscle motivator <laughs> and that idea just kept like playing over in your turning head turning in my head I was like there's something something to that yeah right and I think what got me kind of going was my brother like I remember the first time he's like hey you want to go to the gym and so our dad athlete all his life my brother athlete all his life and having a disability I wanted to be an athlete but it's like Where can you make it fit? Right. Right? And it's not always going to be the things like Miracle League for everybody. Right? You have to have, or I feel you have to have, some sort of competition. Yeah. So it was like, what's going to be my fit? And where can I compete with myself? Yeah. Right? So... That got me started on the fitness aspect and the brand really started developing when I went to Summit of Greatness.
0: Which is awesome, I saw that because you saw Basile there. Yeah. And uh, me and him and Matt were just talking um, just the other day about it because he has taken, and I'm planning on going with him, me and Matt this year. So we'll be there as well.
1: So, and I'm taking Elliot
0: are you really? Yeah. Awesome. Oh, he didn't tell wow. me that. He did not mentioned that to me yet. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, that's so, cool.
1: I mean, so that was something like six months ago. Yeah. Yeah. And it totally like shifted the way that I started looking at things. Because I remember the conversation with the guy who invited me to go. And he's like, so how did you feel? I was like, this was one of the most uncomfortable (laughs) things that I've ever done in my life. Thank you. (laughs) And he was, like, shocked. I'm like, you don't realize every moment that I was there and I was having new conversations, what I was thinking about was, what am I doing here? (laughs) Like, these people are big time, they're doing big stuff, and where do I bring the value? That's what my mind was sure. over and over. And uh, so it started there. <laughs> we went to a workout with Steve Weatherford and a girl got up and she started singing at the end of our workout. She's like, hey I just want to do this because I feel compelled to do this. Never talked to her one time. I got a Facebook message from her and said hey, I really think you would benefit from going to this training. I'm like, it was a training with um, Chris Lee, who, he's a master trainer, and it's all about emotional intelligence. And I was like, yeah, again, the imposter thing. Yeah, yeah I really want to do this, but can I afford to do it, right? yeah and so she just would not we 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 texted then she's like can i give you a call she called me and uh she would not let me off the phone she's like you need to do this this is why you need to do this this is what i've seen for myself and finally i was like she wore me down yeah i'm like yeah okay i'll do it i mean she she put the deposit down for me and I was like yeah that was the biggest thing for me was the money thing yeah and um how long ago was that so we ended and I think we ended February yeah um and I mean it was crazy man but you're definitely doing it right. So that that definitely
0: pushed you into taking on, you know, the whole brand and what you want to do, uh, full head of steam. Because, you know, if that, if that was that close, you definitely had been moving from what I can see.
1: So, yeah, I mean, this is not even a year yeah. out. And right now, we're sitting here, and I was telling Matt, I'm like, this is week two of me being out of my job and kind of looking at this looking over the cliff and saying all right let's let's jump i don't know where it's going to end up but it's time to make a bet on myself and say let's see what happens rather than wake up and be like oh it's the same day yeah oh. yeah that's fantastic yeah um
0: i was just listening to that one of the many people I listened to, I can't even remember what it was, um, but one of the podcasts, and I'm sure you've heard this before, but it, it says something along the lines of most people are tiptoeing through life trying to make it to their grave safe. You know, it's, Do you want to be one of those people? Is that, is that, is that what you're doing? Are you, are you just trying to practice mediocrity until you're, you're done? you know or are you looking to really do something different you know and I mean that makes sense There's plenty of people play it safe and do things and get in situations where it feels comfortable you know and they get used to it and it's not a bad thing but they're they're content with the situation but they want the deep parts of them want more they're just in that safe space you know there, are, and like you said, you got uncomfortable when you went to some of the greatness and what you were involved, in. you're looking around and you're like, "What am I doing here?" But that's that's majority of people it's just getting them to that, helping them get to that point. Mm-hmm. I I was telling Matt, I can't count how many people I talk to and drop little like things in their ears, telling them, you know, "Hey, man, well, you know, one of my big things now is you know importance, and there's nothing more important than time." That, that, and that, that, is, that I believe that of everything. You can't get it back, you know. Um, you can't make more, you know. I mean, it's time is time. So, I, I, but trying to tell that to certain people that aren't there and aren't ready to take that kind of plunge, it's in one ear and out the other. And, and I sit back and I think to myself, well, what, what can I do to kind of open that window, open that door, you know, to help them see? People will always try to steal your time. Yeah. See, uh, that's something that's precious that you have to, you know, keep
1: keep safe. Well, and that's that's ultimately the real money, because yeah. yep. that's what runs out on you.
0: Yeah, exactly the point you try to make is, you know, and that, that kind of goes to the same time as money, because every, everything you're doing, you know, a business person saying that, they they're right, they're telling you, look, I'm talking to you, but... I only got so much time and my time I'm making money, so time is money, but in reference in that scenario, time is the most important thing. People don't people don't catch that, you know? Time is money, all it's about money. Well, time is money means that time is the most important thing, because that's what you're wasting that's costing them money. So but so yeah, helping people get to that point where they can start thinking differently, you know, and that starts by, you know, driving a message and then building a brand around it and what your brand essentially is you know is uh, just a reflection of you you know Mm -hmm. and what you want to say to people because that's a way to reach people so I I love it I love the hat the shirt it all so you know how 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 did all that come about you know
1: so I'm real big on trying to create a story and so Having a disability, like as much as I don't want to focus on the disability, I think it's important because I think my voice can be the voice that some kid needs to hear. Um, I think everything that we do as humans, like our brain is way more powerful than anything else, and a lot of people. with disabilities are at a disadvantage because of this right here, the the labels, right? We're automatically given a label right when that diagnosis hits, right? We're, We're given a label when people make assumptions about what that disability means. We're given a label on what that what society thinks we're capable of. Oh yeah. And it all becomes a, a program in their head, and that that's something that you're right. You if you have to you have to stop that. So to me, no labels define no label defines me is about not really the fact that there won't be labels because no matter what you do. We're defined by labels all day long by the clothes we wear, by who we hang out with, by what we drive. I mean, it just is going to be there always. What no label defines me is about is about saying, okay, I was given this label of not being able to do that. The great thing about labels, right, you can peel them off and you can replace them with something else. So it's really about... How do I empower myself to create the label that I want to show to people?
0: Yeah, instead of accepting what society kind of puts on you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and you said it, you said a lot when you said when you first started, and it does mean a lot, you know, with you having your disability and trying to show people that that doesn't make a difference for what you want to do in your life and who you are. You're going to do what you want to do because of up here. You know what I mean? And, you know, some people react to some things being said by people in one way, but somebody with a disability might not take as well coming from me. You know, I I still believe that, and I, I want them to understand they can too, but seeing someone who's doing it that they can relate to, that's huge. That's huge. And there's a lot of people that aren't doing that because even people who have different disabilities or no medically diagnosed disability, they are at a more of a disadvantage than you. Because right now, you have the mindset, which is the most important thing. And there's people that have zero disabilities that say they can't do it. And they don't. And they let that and that. And then they take their label and their label becomes they're just lazy, you know,
1: or whatever it may be. But it's
0: something programmed in their brain.
1: Because labels don't... It doesn't matter if you have a disability or not we're all walking around with our own label yeah um, so ultimately I want to impact as many people as possible through my message I think for me the key um, is being the person that's one step ahead of where that person who found me is yeah so It's not an unrealistic expectation. Right. I'm some dude that they can relate to and say, well, you're not that far ahead of me. Right. Right? I can do that. If you did that, I can do that. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. And and as you grow, they'll grow, and then they'll be to people what you are to them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then people can look to them. And, more, and those people that are on a different level can look to you who's kind of achieved, you know, a status where you're able to help even a larger audience. You know, maybe where, where you're speaking at like a summit of greatness, you know what I mean? And you're able to reach just a whole stadium full of people. So, right. but yeah, everybody's going to have a label. And everybody, another thing that I heard recently was talking about obstacles, obstacles in people's path and... You know, people like to say, oh, well, this is in the way. This obstacle is preventing me from what I'm doing. But they were driving home. The fact of the matter is, is obstacles are in everybody's life. And they're on everybody's path. That's not an obstacle in your path. That's just your path. That's not something that was put in in your way. That's just what your journey is. You know what I mean? And everybody's going to have it. Whether you have born into a multimillionaire family, whether you you know, can't hear and you don't have sight. You know, people are gonna struggle, but it's about getting that head where you know that you can still impact in ways and do the things you want to your ability, you know?
1: Well, and here's a perfect example. So, as I'm trying to figure this out, uh, I've been on this fitness journey that started for myself for three years. Um, my buddy got this fitness program from a, a podcast and a company we listen to, Mind Pump Media, out in San Jose. And so with that, he gained access to their private forum. Oh. And so I started posting videos in the forum. Nice, and so some of the recent ones. Everybody's like, Okay, keep up what you're doing. Yeah. So that led to this guy talking to me privately on Facebook and being like, hey, I really like what you're doing. I showed this to my buddy who's got the same disability as you. Unknowing to me, this kid that he's talking about followed me on Instagram. Oh, really? And now we are working together. That's awesome. So... It it really is I'm big on okay, what's what's the value? Yeah. Um, and how do I help you to see more possibility than you see In right show. now?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cause I mean, I was born eight weeks premature, right? I had a fifty percent chance of living and dying and So I'm here for something. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Well, yep. So do do you do you have a passion to speak? And you know, is that something that you're comfortable with now, or is that something that you're developing? So (laughs) I know I was still right Toastmasters. So (laughs) I um, I went through Toastmasters. Nice. um, I have taken a break from Toastmasters. Mm-hmm. I love speaking and I love trying to share a message that's, again, bringing value to whoever's listening. So I really do love trying to connect with people. And going back to that training, that's one of the biggest things that I learned was if I'm speaking I have a way to make you want to listen yeah Yeah. I, I can connect you're engaging with you on some level and so that to me is one of the biggest gifts of having my disability right because all throughout my life people come up and they randomly just talk to you. like, Okay, what happened to you? Why do you walk that way? What is this, what is that? So, that's an automatic opportunity to just practice telling a story. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. I'm in a conversation with a lot of people, a lot of different people, too. Yeah, yeah. So, So, you're good with the speaking, and you obviously like that. How has it been adjusting to starting to shoot videos?
1: So, the funniest thing about the videos is, is just you're talking to yourself. <laughs> and,
0: and I'm going to be honest with you. I, I can talk all day to anybody. You know, I like to run my mouth. But I got a video thing, man. Like, it's it's really weird having a conversation with yourself out loud. You talk, I talk to myself all day in my head, you know. But sitting here and talking to a blank camera space, I it's hard to adjust to, man.
1: And... I think for me having gone through Toastmasters, yeah. I start to overanalyze <laughs> when I'm speaking and I start to do the things like count um count the <laughs> the filler the words. Filler words, yeah. But the thing that makes it easier for what I'm doing currently is most of it's just lifting weights, and I can do that all day. Yeah. Like, for me, one of the things that I want to shoot for and don't know how long it would take is to be doing videos like um, Steve Weatherford or those quality of videos. Yeah. Who knows what that's gonna take to make that happen, but that's something I would like to do. But,
0: but once again, you've, in the short period of time, you started. You know, that's a start, and that's a big, that's another hurdle that people, you know, like you said with Toastmasters, you overanalyze stuff and whatnot. People overanalyze, I'm guilty of it, overanalyze everything they're about to do, and oh, well, it's just not, I'm just not ready, or it's not perfect, or it's not quite there, and that's a huge roadblock for people as well because they let it stop them. Yeah. So the fact that you're already producing videos, even if you would love them to be 10 times the quality, you're doing something, you know, you're making a move.
1: Yeah, Um, I'm in a a coaching program right now, and um, I'm working on some stuff for a book that I have coming out, and they were talking about posting a video, and I posted my favorite video, but I'm like, (laughs) the quality, the video quality (laughs) is just not there. I love the video, and I know that that's the right video for that, but... Like, it's grainy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, you can make a message out of that video. Oh, yeah.
0: And and the funny thing is, is you'll look back three years from now with whatever, qual- you know, on whatever level you're at, and you'll be like, man, you know, I can't believe that's what I was doing, but, I, you know, I was getting a message out there. You know, that, that's the point of it.
1: Yeah. I mean, even with this, right, I can look back at this and be like, man, that, oh, <laughs> that was rough. Um... Because it's the first time I've done anything like this yeah um, but it feels just like a conversation and I think that's what people want to hear are conversations
0: yeah and, and we've went back me and Matt over this you know the whole time we started doing this the idea came to me I don't know Thanksgiving last year and I was I, I, I watch all this content and I read all this stuff and it really opened my mind to a lot of stuff. And I wanted to share that with people and talk to like-minded individuals. And I didn't really know how. And I sit here and I'm riding to work and I'm listening to podcasts every day. And I'm thinking, well, how hard can it be to start one of these? I and mean, what's, the, what's the gauge? So then I went online and I signed up for some classes and stuff to learn how to like edit music and edit stuff and publish it and host it. And I'm like... Okay, I got that knocked out. So then I started recording, talking to myself, and Matt would come over my back bedroom. Mm-hmm. And just, I, I, back, like you said, I thought I sounded horrible. I was like, um, and, uh, what am I doing? But we started listening to a podcast, and that's why I didn't give you a script or a topic. Because there's a lot of podcasts that are like that, and we're like, hey, these are the questions we're going to ask. This is what we're doing, blah, 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 and that's not really what I want. That's not the message that we want to convey. I just want people who are thinking differently and in a manner like I am to be able to come on and talk about it and show people that I'm not the only one, you're not the only one, and if you stick to that and go by certain principles, you can have what you want.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's uh, that pain point, right, is really what it's all about, reaching that pain point of, okay, I've had enough of this. Uh, it's time to try something else yeah like it really is like you hear all the time all the successful people say it's looking over the edge and saying okay if I don't jump I'm not gonna ever do it yeah and it's gonna suck at at points during the journey right because you're you're trying to figure stuff out mm-hmm.
0: It, well, and the thing about it is, it, yeah, there's going to, you're going to fail. You're going to fail over. I'm very big on listening to Gary Vaynerchuk and Gary v, and he'll tell you you're going to fail and fail and fail and fail, but it's part of the process. The thing about it is, is when you reach that point, like you were saying, like, you know, at times something different, you try to land on something that you really enjoy, that you love, because that's the point of it, right? You know, even if you're not making a whole lot of money, and you don't want to have a whole lot of money, and you don't want to reach individuals, but you hate what you're doing, just find something to replace that income that you do enjoy, you know? Mm -hmm. And when you do it that way, when you fail and you have hiccups and it gets hard, it's going to be a lot easier to take, and you're gonna be more willing to push through. Because if you're doing it for something that isn't a passion and you don't love, then those hard times and those down times, you're not going to survive them because you're going to want to give up because you don't love what you're doing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I can say when I wake up now, I know that whatever I do is on me, right? So I have complete control over what I'm trying to create. And it's going to be on my hard work my ability to make connections with the people who know things better than I do. And it's gonna be about finding the people that connect and that can join the team. Because, I mean, when I think about success, I think it breaks down into, first you have to believe that it's possible. And you have to go from that point of, what the heck am I doing here, to not even knowing completely that it's possible, but seeing somebody and being like, holy crap, they're, they're interested in what I'm saying, and that starts your wills like, maybe there is something to what I've been thinking up here. But so you start with that belief, but belief doesn't do anything. Belief and motivation don't do anything unless you act Action. on it. Action, yep. yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you act on it, and then you use the, the form of teaching, I like to say, to build your team around you. Because no matter who you are, what your space is, you are, your brand so you have to build your team based around you and you have to find those people that believe in your vision that want to propel your vision and theirs might not be the exact same but it's on the same path
0: yeah and and those people will have a abilities and qualities that you don't because that's who you're surrounding yourself with you know you don't want 10 more exactly like you you know there's people that will be better at doing things that you don't do so it's good having them so when you need something you can reach out I'm like you know hey I need this well I need this so building it with uh, basically like the disc profile and I don't know if you've talked about that or you know about that Mm -hmm. um but you know more dominant people for more dominant roles that you might need, you know, people who are influential, who like to talk more, who get it out there, people numbers oriented, so when you start building a team and all those start coming together, then you're really making something big.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it, it is about, when you're building a movement, I've been reading um, Expert Secrets, and the thing that I'm on right now, he talks about, to create a a mass movement, right, what you have to offer people is hope of a new opportunity. It's not about the improvement thing, because we we as humans try and improve all the time, and then you are like, let's just use a diet, for example. You've tried 27 diets, none of them work, so what's to say your new diet's gonna work? You have to create the story of, look, if, if you're willing to follow me, this is the opportunity that I'm giving you. Like, it's up to you to take it and run with it. It's just like when, when I was at the training, what I kept hearing from people that kind of helped me break through some of my stuff was, what are you doing hiding? You're not even using your full power to impact the world. You're, you're hiding behind your disability. And I'm somebody who I was like, I'm out there doing stuff, but this is how I'm being perceived. That's not
0: yeah, yeah, you're right. what I
1: want to be perceived as. And so I was like the whole time, okay, How do I shift to something that I don't show up as hiding anymore? And how many people are out there, disability, no disability, they're hiding because they don't have the belief that it's possible. They've been told they can't do something. Mm -hmm. They've been told you're not good enough. They've been told, <laughs> you're stupid. Yeah. Right? And, like, it just needs to be more positivity in the world. You, you know,
0: it's a hard cycle to break. Yeah. Because everywhere you turn in society, everyone's doing it. And that's why you, you, at times you feel out of place and awkward, especially when you start opening your mind to these things and then you really, you really look at the world different. You really do. You go out in public and you see people doing things and you hear conversations. And that's why, like I said, I, I, I wanted a way to reach these people to make them feel differently because it's, you know, outside of a room where a majority of people stay, it's a different mindset out in the world and that's why people have such a barrier because they can't get past well they hear one thing from you or me and then they go to school and they're told something different and they get at school and they go to work and it's mm-hmm. the same thing repeated at school and they go home and they turn on the TV or Facebook and if they're not involved in the right circles it's it repeated for a third time so it's literally trying to push out what's programmed in their head over and over daily with what you know to be true and can lead a better life for them
1: yeah, and take something like, if I tell you I believe in you, I have to tell you something like 10 times for you to start to even think about, consider the maybe, maybe it's true, but if I tell you, man, you're no good, it's just like, bam, mm. We're, we are so good at figuring out the negative crap going on, uh, we need to build the muscle of, okay, what am I grateful for today, right? I'm alive, I'm sitting here doing what I love to do. Uh, it rained today, it hasn't rained in a while. Like, st- stuff like that, people don't even take the time to say, man, there could be a lot worse things happening for me right now. Oh yeah. I, I have the opportunity to do this, and most importantly, I'm breathing.